Hello and welcome to the South Carolina Business Review. This is Mike Switzer. It's that time of year again when we share with you some excerpts from the most recent University of South Carolina Darlamore School of Business Economic Outlook Conference. Today's excerpt comes from Joey Von Nessen, Chief Economist at the Moore School's Division of Research. Why has demand been so high? Several reasons. Number one, we've seen a rapid labor market recovery and steady employment growth across the U.S. and in South Carolina that has provided wages to consumers, to Americans who have been able to spend. And secondly, we saw $6 trillion in stimulus in 2020 and 2021 that is still making its way through the U.S. economy. And so that leads to several implications, both nationally and in South Carolina. We can see this high demand. We can see it on an employment front. If we look at what's been happening in South Carolina, we can clearly see the employment growth that has emerged over the last several years. This doesn't just include the recovery from the pandemic. You can see how after we saw significant job loss in 2020, those jobs were recaptured, but we've continued to see sizable employment gains ever since then. And in fact, over the last two years, we've seen more employment growth. The average rate of employment growth since 2021 has been higher overall than what we saw during the great expansion during the, the previous decade between 2010 and 2019. So very steady rates of employment growth have put us in a, a good position, but has, has also generated uh, new labor income for individuals that they've been able to go out and then spend, which has been helping to propel consumer spending overall. Secondly, we can look at the implications of $6 trillion in stimulus for the U.S. economy by looking at several measures. Number one, we can look at the personal savings rate uh, over the last several years. Very clear, right, in terms of how these stimulus dollars have affected individual households, including stimulus checks, including access to a variety of tax credits. So consumers in American households are still in very good financial shape, and that has continued into 2023. We see that initially looking at the personal savings rate. Again, consumers, households are accumulating savings. They then begin spending those savings down as inflation begins to tick up in 2022. But even the fact that they've been spending this down, they still are in good financial shape overall. This has not mitigated, uh, mitigated those gains to, uh, to the point where they are uh, worse off than they were before the pandemic. And we can see that explicitly when we look at US, uh, U.S. assets, U.S. household assets. So not only can we look at savings rates themselves, but we can actually look at the total assets of households across the United States. This looks at financial assets, real estate assets, and uh, durable goods assets. The ones you really need to focus on here are financial assets, because that's the biggest, uh, the biggest percentage. But the big takeaway here, when you look at financial assets, is you see a bubble right, that basically emerged in 2020 and 2021, as we see all of these stimulus dollars injected into the U.S. economy, it makes households better off. They begin spending those dollars down in 2022 and 2023 as inflation goes up. They need to draw on these additional financial resources in order to maintain their consumer spending in the face of rising prices. But notice in 2023, these financial assets have stabilized. Right? The level of financial assets has stabilized and has, is stabilizing slightly above where it was back in 2019 and 2020 before the pandemic began. 
And this measure, by the way, is in real terms. So this is inflation adjusted. So what this tells us is that despite the fact that we've had a period of high inflation, despite the fact that consumers have had to draw down these additional financial reserves in order to keep spending, now that inflation is coming back down, consumers are still in pretty good financial shape. So this makes us optimistic that we can, we can see continued spending as we move into, into 2024. So financial assets in very good shape, overall assets still in, in good shape. And this is why we've seen very stable rates of consumer spending at the national level. This tracks it back, of course, to uh, the previous decade, and we can see very clearly how consumer spending overall continues to be on its long-run path, its long-run trajectory. After a rapid rebound in 2020 and 2021, we've seen consumer spending be very stable ever since in terms of overall growth. Again, because we saw a rapid recovery of the economy following the COVID recession. You've been listening to Joey Von Nessen, Chief Economist at the University of South Carolina, speaking at the recent Darla Moore School of Business Economic Outlook Conference. We will have a link to the conference posted at our webpage so you can learn more, SouthCarolinaPublicRadio.org, where you can hear this show again. And remember, you can find us wherever you find podcasts. With the South Carolina Business Review, this is Mike Switzer. The views expressed on the South Carolina Business Review do not necessarily reflect those of South Carolina Public Radio.